recording take one. Paisley Nights chronicling the days of wild. This is Mark Bondi and DJ Dudley D telling the stories of Paisley Park. It, it was a wild ride and we are here to capture what it was all about. That's what we're going to do on this podcast. Episode in and episode out, we are going to tell the stories of how Prince impacted regular people. We, we, we did it for a little while, so we know something about it because we were in the mix for... Wow. 20 plus years. It's wild, man. <laughs> I mean, just thinking about it, it's just like it's, it's like straight old school. So this is episode number one, and we are here to kind of break this thing down and, and start start the dialogue of what we're doing. So like, who are we? Why are we the host? What's our story? And let's get it on. Let's do it. So myself, DJ Dudley D, along with my partner, Mark Bondi, um, what was the first time we entered Paisley Park? Oh yeah, it was it was it was cool, man. It was cool. Start you know, right at the beginning. Start right at the beginning, right? We're gonna start back in the old school, right? Because we 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 old fools that go way back, right? So, 1995, 18 years old, Minneapolis. It was the spot, and really, I mean, at that point in in life, like there was like I didn't I knew Paisley Park existed, right? But I didn't know like paisley park existed right like did you know paisley park existed did you know like there was parties at paisley park and that people were out there like doing their thing on like a saturday night i was no i think i was pretty much unaware that i was just into the 18 plus fight nights at glam slam (laughs) but was there fights asian fight night (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i mean that's where the story starts glam slam thursday night 18 plus I'm a senior in high school. Dustin is one year removed from that. And we went out on a, a Thursday to, to Glam Slam. I mean, I didn't even really know, like, I knew it was kind of Prince's place, but I wasn't like, I'm like, oh, I'm going to Prince's club. That was never, like, in my forefront of my brain. I was just going out to the clubs because I was interested in music and I was old enough now. Yeah, it was like 18, we could do this, let's go. They had the 18-plus <clears throat> night, so we went, and that's that's what we were doing, right? And so how did we get invited? Because it, 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 it builds from here, right? So we were at Glam Slam, May of 1995. What happened next? If you think it's May, I have no idea. <laughs> no, it is May. I know. I got the date. I, I checked it. Um, I don't – I mean, it was all – it was kind of a blur. Not a blur as in um, I was drunk more of a blur just like not knowing what's happening and i think there was a girl named kim schneider was that right oh yeah it's kim kim schneider and she knew somebody and somebody told her that there was something going on at paisley park and we should go or we were invited or it's open to the public i don't I don't even know exactly how it happened yeah yeah i think the story was like as it came to me at Glam Slam, it was, hey, do you want to go to a party that Prince is going to be at? And I was like, yeah, let, let's go to a party that Prince is going to be at, right? Like, I didn't I didn't know. I mean, I knew Purple Rain. I knew Get Off, Thieves in the Temple. You know, I had that single. But I didn't really know, like, what was happening. So the answer was, yeah, let's go. Let's go to a party that Prince is at. And then I'm thinking, like, how are we going to get into a party that Prince is at? Like, where are we going? Are we going to some house? What are we doing? And essentially, this is, like, pre- google maps right this is 95 yeah. so there's no google maps i didn't have like the the the, the address so it's like we the, didn't have cell phones no no cell phones no nothing and we literally had to write down like 
all of the <laughs> directions. And which which are thirty five W thirty five W South to sixty two West to two twelve. <laughs> but we didn't take that because we were coming out of downtown, though that are that is the direction from your place. Right. Um, so we were coming downtown. So we were going three ninety four, and then we popped four ninety four over because I almost hit I a deer. Remember. No, I do because I almost hit a deer <laughs> on four ninety four as I was driving out there, and then sixty two two twelve. Um, up through uh, up to five and then you know paisley park was there because i remember when we drove into the so the whole conversation on the ride is like we're driving we're doing this thing like where are we going what's happening we're gonna be at a party with princes at what's this all about little did we know it was gonna change the trajectory of both of our lives <laughs> yeah <laughs> That, that, that's good foreshadowing. That is good foreshadowing. DJ D. He's a professional storyteller. So we're driving, and you know, then all of a sudden we're turning Autobahn Road, right? Take a left, and I didn't even know it was Autobahn Road. I'm not even sure that's on the directions, but pulled in and right into Paisley, and then you're at Paisley Park, and you're like, you know, it says Paisley Park on the sign. You're there. It's 1:30 in the morning, and you're like, well, still why? why and what the heck is next right like like it's just like it's you're blind to what's about to happen so what's next you get out of the car because you know that's what you do and you walk in like 18 year old fools like and dude i mean just so everybody is fully aware right we need to make this 100 percent clear i mean you maybe had some business there because like you're like a music guy etc but like dude i was just like an 18 year old white dude right <laughs> Like, <laughs> don't say that so confidently, <laughs> right? You know, I mean, I mean, what, what business did we have going out to Paisley Park? Yeah, no, I was just into the music and DJing, and I just knew I wanted to take Eric James's job at the Quest or at Glam Slam, which was then the Quest, and then I did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I had no idea what we were walking into. Yeah, and so we roll in the doors, right? Bodyguards. Front door. Front door. Front door. This was before, for those that had been to Paisley Park, this is like right in the front door. You're walking right into kind of where like the receptionist would sit. Um, So the awards used to be up there. I don't know if they still are. But you'd walk right in that front door and you walk. And this was before, this was before kind of the new paint job that came. So Emancipation, they did the new paint job that everybody sees all like kind of the... There was no MPG Music Club. Yeah, the, that was we, still a loading the, dock. Yeah, that was a loading dock. I mean, there was we we hadn't seen the soundstage yet, no. right? So it was the stairs going up to the right. You walk in, um, the receptionist on the left. And music you, right away when we walked in. It was yeah. dark music playing. Yeah, and you're walking what 100 feet maybe? Yeah. So right into the atrium, 100 feet, and who is spinning the tunes? DJ Brother Jules. And Brother Jules was something, right? At the time, Brother Jules was. Yeah, I mean, he he was, uh, I knew him. Uh, That's where I bought my vinyl from. He worked at uh, Wide Angle Records on 46 and Nicollet, and I was involved in his record pool, which later on we'll get into how I ended up DJing at Paisley Park. But at that point, it was like, oh, cool, Brother Jules is here. And, I mean, we we barely got in the place. We were in the atrium. That's as far as we got that night, was in the atrium. Yeah, and no... The dance party was in the atrium. And there was people there. I mean, there must have been, what, 60, 70 people? Maybe. Maybe, give or take. Um, You know, and they had chips and soda, and it was like, I am at Paisley Park. And just to tell you where I'm at in my life. So I walk through. DJ Brother Jules is doing his thing. There's the 50, 60 people. We got bowls of chips, some Mountain Dew, and, you know, people are eating the Mountain Dew, et cetera. And I'm like, yo... 
I gotta call my mom. <laughs> uh, you guys got a phone? You got a phone, and, and and they did have a phone right outside the bathrooms. There was a. Did phone. you call your mom? No, I called my mom. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, first time I was at Paisley Park, I called my mom from the payphone at Paisley because it was like two in the morning, and I told her I was gonna be home at like one or twelve thirty or something. I don't know. So I was like, hey. Yeah, I'm at uh, Paisley Park, and she's like, <laughs> "Okay." <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't. So, so, I don't know, like, so, she didn't say anything. She didn't, no, yeah. I don't. I think it was like two in the morning. I woke her up. I don't know, but she like, she didn't say thanks. Come home. Yeah, I just didn't want her worried about me, right? Anyway, so so I call my mom. I'm at Paisley Park. I go back to the dance floor once again. You know, I mean, things are happening, but it's not like packed, right? People are dancing, music's going. It's it's somewhat surreal, right? Yeah. I mean, I feel when I think about it, I feel like it was foggy in there, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't. No, it's like foggy in your mind. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying. Yeah, it was just like, I did, yeah. You don't. I don't remember much, except for Prince came into the room eventually. And then, was that the first time you had ever seen Prince in person? Yeah, and he walked right past me. He actually brushed my shoulder. And so what's I'm, that like? First time you see Prince in person. What are you thinking? I, I didn't know much about him. Really. I mean, I mean, like you said, you know, you know, the Purple Rain, you know, he's from Minneapolis, you know, you know, I remember hearing stuff about him changing his name to the symbol. And I, I didn't I didn't know I was oblivious. Yeah, completely oblivious. Yeah, it's so funny, you know, looking back, like how little we knew. <laughs> You know, I mean, like, we know a lot now. Like, we've, we've been in the scene, we've gone, we've done stuff. Right. But at that point, it's just... Didn't know anything. Didn't know anything. And now, all of a sudden, you got Prince rolling in the room, right? And he, he walks over to the DJ booth. Well, no, know? but I believe, too, I don't know, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe he was walking through, and he was holding Carmen Electra's hand. Yeah, I, I think uh, it was Carmen Electra, I'm but, dude, sure. I don't... It was, I mean, it was some beautiful woman, you know, because right. that's the way that dude rolled. I mean, she had... Yeah. I'm not positive. Yeah, she was yeah, she was beautiful. She looked great. He looked, you know, cool. He kind of had like it was like a flowing something or How another, flows. you know, you know, and and he kind of rolls through and I mean, for me it was just like I was standing in the corner a little afraid to dance, you know, cuz yeah. You're still of, learning how to dance. <laughs> still learning how to dance. <laughs> Didn't know much about the two and four at that point. You know, and he rolls over to the DJ booth. He's talking to Brother Jules. He's doing his thing. You know, and I don't know exactly how it flowed down. I mean, the memories get a little fuzzy, but I remember them playing P Control. Yes. Do you remember that song? Because, I mean, I talked about it a lot, but did you remember it? Like, yes. when you left, were you like... I did. I remember... I mean, I, yeah. I remember the song. I remember lyrics obviously and i'm pretty sure it was played a little bit louder than everything else that was being played at that yeah like it was no i mean other people knew who had been in the scene yeah that it, it like that they, people had heard it before yeah like some like yeah they knew what was going on and yeah. i mean come to find out as years go on i was the one that eventually he was bringing the cds to me and i was playing them like you know but back then we didn't know anything yeah it, it's a, it's a wild ride right and i think i think the version that they played of p control was not the version that came out on the gold experience i think it was the one that came out on uh crystal ball um kind oh. of the more remix version because it was true yeah I, yeah I, 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 I mean who knows but that that's how i remember it because like when i heard the version on 
uh, gold experience, I was like, that's not the song I heard exactly. I mean, it had the lyrics, etc. Right. But, but I mean, he played that. You know, the other thing I remember just super, super vividly is you got all these people dancing and like just dancing on the dance floor. And like I said, it's it's dark. The room is there's not much light in there. And no. all of a sudden, Prince grabs the flashlight because because this is back in the day, right? We're not talking about people DJing from laptops. I mean, Jules is spinning vinyl in yep. the space he's got crates and crates of records he's got the records propped up you know how djs do back in the day and he's just djing the he's djing you know on the vinyl and he's got a flashlight right i'm sure to like look at stuff because it's dark right and and prince takes the flashlight and all of a sudden <laughs> prince becomes the light man so there's no light man right and you're kind of like all right this party's this party's hopping princess here people are dancing and then he becomes the light man for like three or four minutes he's controlling the dance floor putting the spotlight on people people are responding and it was just like where am i what is going on right. prince is prince I'm, I'm i'm 15 feet away from prince he is playing music i, I i'm pretty sure I, once again, these, this memory gets foggy, but you know, Parliament flashlight and Prince is rolling with the flashlight, and people are just jamming <laughs> on the dance floor, all like fifty-two of them, right? And and I'm like, dude, I just want to do this again, <laughs> right? What is this? What else goes on out here? Yeah, and and I mean, then it, it, a couple hours later, like we stayed till the end, we weren't leaving, right? And we had a couple other people from our class with us. I mean, I don't know if those guys ever came back. Who was it? I John Mahal and uh, oh. I'm sure Kim was there. She's the one that got us the invite. Kim, I think maybe Becca Porter. Um, Man, I, uh, I don't remember that. Yeah, I mean, but but this is, you know, people came on that level. And then, you know, we left. So, so the party ends, and I'm just, like, totally hyped up at 4 in the morning or 5 in the morning. Just like, this is just one of those experiences that I will not forget party's over walking out of Paisley. We are, are getting out. They, they turn the lights on and one of the bodyguards is handing out tapes, not CDs, but tapes, cassette tapes. He's got, Cause a, it's 1995. Cause it's 1995. <laughs> and, and that's what you do. If you print, you'd be printing tapes. Right. And I think he had like a tape duplicator machine back there, back in the day. So they could dupe some tapes. No problem. Cause that's how they roll. Cause Paisley park was like state of the art anyway. So they got the tapes. It's got the cardboard wrapper and, and prints at the time you're talking, uh, may of 95. So Exodus had come out in the spring, uh, the European released. He'd just gotten back from doing his European tour thing, and they hand out tapes of The Good Life on the Exodus album. And the one side of the tape has The Good Life, uh, the, the album version, uh, and it's great, right? You flip it over, and it's got the Big City remix, you know, checking the mic one, two. The jam. The jam, you know? And, 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 and that's the momentum from the night. So we get the tapes. We're rolling in my Honda. It's 4, 5 in the morning. Morning and we are straight amped, right? I mean, the party just ended, and we're talking P control. We're talking, hey, did you see the flashlight? Did you see the Carmen Electra or the lady? We're talking about all of it, right? I mean, we were we were ready to roll. I mean, it was just so surreal. And then we just wanted more, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I and mean, that that that's and that that that's the thing, right? I mean, that that's what happens. You get close. Um, and, and some of the people we went with didn't go back again, right? But for us, it was just like, what's 
next? And how do you get part of the scene? And for me, you know, the next day, I'm just like, the internet was new, but what was the, what was the program? I mean, it wasn't Google at that point, but I was looking for, you know, like, what's this P control? How do I find P control? Where do I need to go? And you're like, go down to the, go down to the NPG store and uptown. They'll have P control, (laughs) you know, and the guy's looking at me like I'm crazy when I do. But I mean, at that point it was just like, Hey, how do I get more of this Prince thing? Right. The, the hits had just come out. I read the liner notes. And how are you going to find out about the next party? Yeah. How you, and like, where is, is the next party when's it happening what's going on it's just and is there a next party is this really a thing but i mean at that point i was i was pretty much uh hooked on prince right and i, I went out i bought album after album i started buying the singles i started like dusting off the old vinyl at mom's house right like <laughs> like we're gonna find we're gonna go find albums with this and it was it was about what can I get my hands on? How can I get more into Prince? How can I get back out to Paisley? And it is just it is it, it just becomes all consuming. And and it was some months before we got back out there, but but we did get back out there. And I think that's what's interesting, right? And that's that's where we want to go with this podcast is how did people walk through those doors and why did they keep coming back? I mean, for me, I ended up seeing Prince somewhere in the neighborhood of 160 times live. I probably went to another 150, 200 parties. Hundreds of parties. Hundreds of parties. You know, some of my closest friends are people that I met at Paisley Park. Right. I got relationships with a community of people that I've known for the last 20 some odd years. We've experienced all kinds of crazy stuff over that time. And I think, you know, Prince did something with these Paisley parties. And if you think about the stories that are being told out there, right, people are interviewing musicians grateful for that people are interviewing various technicians and recording engineers lots of stuff out on that really grateful for that too right people have interviewed all kinds of celebrities right they've told the stories of people that knew prince and had experiences with them but there is a scene of people people that were part of this minneapolis music scene people that went to paisley park for decades and they went again and again and again and if you think about it prince Prince did something with that. Why is he opening up the doors of his recording studio on a Thursday night or a Friday night or a Saturday night to an 18-year-old kid? Why do I get let in those doors? And and once I'm let in those doors, what happens to me, right? What what happens by participating in that experience? What happens by participating in that scene? How does the experience begin to shape and form who people are? How does he impact their lives? Where do they go? And, and, and I think those stories have not been told. No. And I know those stories. I, I know the people that we're going to bring up to this microphone in the, in the weeks and months and years ahead. I know that Prince had a profound impact on who people are, how they see the world, how they see themselves. Prince did something extremely uh, impactful, extremely different. And, and there's beauty in it, right? There's beauty in the stories. And we want to put those stories on wax. We want to tell them. We want to, we want to get it out there. We want, we want the people to have their voice, have an opportunity to tell them. Mm-hmm. We want them to get put on to uh, something that, that can be shared. And I think when the history books are written, we want to make sure that these stories are, are not left by the wayside. They're important. They are important. And, and I think... Through it all, I think, you know, I guess we'll see what we see. Um, 
but I, I think when we sum it all up, what, what, what comes of the people that participated in the scene is, is it does become a certain kind of love affair. Like there's, there's a love of the music, there's a love of the man, there's a love of each other. And we want to share that love. We want to get it out there. We want to do justice to it. So thank and, you. And there's just unreal stories that we're going to get, <laughs> that we're going to uncover, that are just going to blow your mind. Like it's going to be amazing. And I, I want to hear, we, we have our own, we have our own perspectives on what we went through, but everybody that walked through those doors has a different background, all walks of life, and they are all coming from different angles, and it, they're all they're all gonna it's gonna be crazy. It is gonna be crazy because I, I you just don't know what you're gonna hear because it, it, it's there's so much yeah. and there is it's it's countless. So we're gonna try to do our best to do justice to this. If you were one of those people that have been in the Paisley scene, make sure you reach out to us. We uh, we'd love an opportunity to talk to you, and you know we're gonna we're gonna do this thing week in and week out and uh, make it happen. See where it goes. Thank you for listening to Paisley Nights. We are chronicling the days of Wild. This is episode one with Mark Bondi and DJ Dudley D. Peace and be wild. <laughs>